0: I have a pet hate. (laughs) I think you've got a few. (laughs) I work at a lot of conferences and speakers, especially on a day where there's multiple keynote speakers of some repute all in the same place, there's a chronic problem where it becomes a contest to see who can pretend they've prepared the least. (laughs) Oh, I don't even know what I'm going to say yet. Oh, you don't know what you're going to say. I haven't even made my slides.
1: I did hear, like, a very prominent professional speaker say a while ago, oh, yeah, I never rehearse. (laughs) As though you've done four keynotes this week, mate. Like, (laughs) the keynote you're doing today, you were rehearsing yesterday when you were doing the keynote. Yeah, there's
0: this strange cultural meme, I think, of wanting to
1: appear like you're underprepared, and it's dangerous, misleading, and stupid. It's so stupid, and I think it is probably tied to the whole Australia, and I think New Zealand does this too, the whole tall poppy syndrome thing. And it's like, it's almost like at school, you don't want to be seen to be the kid that tried hard to do well at school. You're like, oh, I haven't even studied for the test. Oh, look at that. I got 92. (laughs) Like, I think it's the same thing. Yeah,
0: culturally, we reward that, or we think that's somehow desirable. Yeah. And Anything worth doing takes effort. And if you want to be good or appear natural or get work or be recognised as an expert, you've got to work really hard. And it's dangerous, I think, when people who have done all those things pretend then that they haven't, because it just deludes people who are
1: aspirational into thinking they don't have to work hard. Exactly. In fact, I remember committing an egregious version of this crime (laughs) maybe eight or nine years ago when someone was like, you know you're really good at public speaking. Have you practiced a lot? And at the time I uh, I said, "Oh, no, not really. I guess I'm just a natural." And then it dawned on me 6 to 12 months later. Usually you know, not true. <laughs> you and I had performed 200 concerts where I was the singer and standing on stage holding a microphone. I had done a lot. <laughs> Like, a lot, a lot of practice public speaking before I then transitioned to become a professional public speaker. But that was a false humility. Like, that was a false claim that, I. oh, no, I haven't really practiced that much. I'd spent thousands of hours on a stage by that time.
0: Yeah, and it's an insidious cultural thing that we do without even thinking about it. And I really enjoyed it. A guy jumped in the comments of a Think Tank episode a few weeks ago and he was like, oh, I love what you guys are doing. I've been doing writing and I wanna start a podcast and I'm getting ready for video. And I just wanna say like, you guys make it look so easy, you're naturals. And I had to really consciously reply and say, because we've done it a lot. (laughs)
1: Very... The first few episodes yeah. were shit. Well, the
0: first few episodes <laughs> didn't get published. They were terrible. <laughs> which is usually not the advice we give. But anyway, it takes a lot of effort to look natural. And shying away from it is unhelpful to that guy. The, yeah. the, the person in the comments who's saying, oh, I like what you're doing. like The false humility isn't useful to that person. Yeah. Like, being realistic is far more useful. And in the in- environment of the keynote speaker, there's enough shit speakers out there. <laughs> And the idea that you can get up on stage without preparing yeah. or that you deserve an audience if you haven't researched and prepared your topic or given some thought to what your slides are going to say or do yeah. or look like, like that is egregious, as you <laughs> said before. Like, yeah. it's,
1: it's not okay. You've spent generally a minimum of 10 years. Like if you're at the level of speaker that I gather you're talking about, you've spent a minimum of 10 years honing the craft of speaking, honing the intellectual property that you're sharing from stage. You've probably been doing that speech for (laughs) a year or more at this point. You've refined jokes so that the timing between this word and this word is correct. I don't know what I'm going to say. Fuck off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so it's on us all, I think, to consciously recognise that and not play it down. If you've worked really hard at getting good at something, don't pretend you haven't.
1: Totally. And there is this thing where Australians like to poo-poo American culture. Like, we like to think that ours is way cooler and more laid back and whatever, and we, we downplay lots of things about American culture. But one of the things that I think they do really well is reward each other for trying really hard. And people that try hard tell other people that they're trying hard. And the people that they're telling are like, good job, keep trying. (laughs) And we suck at that. And I do think we could be better.
0: Oh, I've changed key. (laughs) Fair enough.